Hey guys, I'm Bissy Atkins. I'm Clara Teku. And I'm Mike Slimser. <laughs> and this is just a bunch of three amazing human beings are basically going to talk about hot topics and events that have occurred throughout the week or over a short period of time that affect the culture. So before we get into all of the nice stuff about culture and hot topics and all that stuff, guys, how you guys doing? How you doing? <sighs> Hanging in there day by day. It's Saturday. I'm in LA. The weather is nice. I think Ike, you're in New York. You cannot relate because it's fall. BC, I don't know what the weather is like in London. First of, all, first of all, fall works out for me, okay? It's beautiful. The leaves are orange and everybody's drinking pumpkin spice latte. It's great. Yeah, I love I it. <laughs> I can't relate. I can't relate. I'm thinking about going to the beach later. So that's, uh, that's me. As you sip your tea. Yeah, but no, anything that watch London out, I hear there's an earthquake coming. Okay, you probably oh, right. Yeah. You're probably right, but you, so, um, I think it's worth noting, Bissy, this hair, it looks bomb. It's it's perfect for October. It's giving, like, 90s Halloween vibes, like, serving. Hello? Hello, can you give me hello? As, okay. a child, as, as a child of God, she is. Okay, see, the only hello no. she does is hello be thy name. But mean girls actually said Halloween is the one day that a girl gets to dress up and be a hoe for the day. So I don't know. I don't know. Just just throwing it out there. Like what's new with you? How's life? Life is beautiful. It's fall, you know. I'm enjoying tea by my window and painting and listening to beautiful jazz music. Can't that, complain. It sounds like a Tinder bio. We love it. All right. <laughs> Wait, I, are you on Tinder? Uh, n no. Wow, he had to think about that. You're on, you're on another dating app. I'm, no, I'm no, just no, no, unless the account is still like running, it. unless the account is still running, I don't know. I'm not on it right now. I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. All right, cool. So, right, what do you have for us this week? Okay, this week, we are talking about my man's Lil Tory. Is okay? that your man's? Is that your man's? That's <laughs> Their man's. Their man, okay. those people's okay. man, right? Okay, go ahead. So basically, allegedly, uh, rapper uh, and singer Tory Lanez allegedly fired four shots at Jesus four, four shots at Megan for taking her to the party, uh, um, taking her to a party in Hollywood Hills with two bullets injuring her feet, right? And that is what he was uh, basically charged with, and um. EVA, um, Annie put out an article addressing the issue and talking about how when black women say things like this, we should believe them and there should be no doubt. In fact, there should be no doubt after everything that black women have been to been through, like in a, on a generational level at mm. this point. And the fact that there was so much evidence mounted up against Tori and we still came up with all sorts of excuses as to why he wasn't guilty is, uh, is a problem. Um, but I'll play devil's advocate and I'll say, I, I can see, I can see where everybody was coming from at first, just merely because no one knew about the relationship that Megan and Tori had. Question, just to go there. Yeah. So even if we don't know the details of the relationship, how, why can you see the perspective? Why can you see where people are coming when it comes to someone being shot and someone being injured? Why okay. do you need so, to know the so relationship? Everyone, so generally speaking, right, I feel like it's just kind of like a, a an impulsive psychological reaction that everyone has. If a bunch of people go onto one side, everyone goes, but why is everybody on that side? 
I should have some level of individuality, right? And I feel like that's what a lot of the people that were going for uh, Tori kind of felt because they're like, why would this girl defend Tori? What role does Tori have in her life that she would feel the need to not report being shot on her foot? Like, so, and of course, at that time, it was all a haze. But now, delving deeper and it coming out that apparently Megan did have a relationship and a sexual one at that with Tori. And they just didn't, and I guess she had that. And, and any of us here knows as an adult, when you have a sexual relationship with someone, you just kind of have that, you have the inclination to sort of care. Even if you, it's not, it doesn't have to be romantic, but you do care about their well being to the point that you will defend them, even if it came up to being charged for shooting an unarmed woman. So I could see how a lot of us didn't get that part of the story. Of course, there's more things coming out about how Tori supposedly had sex with one of her close friends. And it just, but again, I could see how everybody took that stance earlier. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Did y'all listen to the album? No. No. I tell the truth. Tell the no, truth. No, no, no. the devil. No. So, so I caught like, uh, a soundbite off of uh, Twitter that was like, BC, please fix your face. I'm big. Right. <laughs> I caught a soundbite off of Twitter and they, um, someone was like, oh, see, you know, see what he's talking about right here. He's, he's speaking with pain in his heart. And I was like, let me hear this pain. Let me hear what exactly he's talking about. And I'm listening to it and it really just sounded like he's hurt that the relationship is over. That's literally it, which makes him even more guilty. Like, it sounds like something that the kind of pain that you hear on that album is kind of like the kind of pain that you hear from somebody who just, a man who would get abusive to sort of get back to where he used to be type mm. of thing. So, yeah. yeah I mean, I think what was the most frustrating for me in this whole thing was the women who I saw kind of capping for Tori and being like, okay, but Meg presents herself this way or you know, she must have done something because she's bigger or because I just feel like the world in general, when it comes to the opinions and the strife of black women, specifically um, darker skin women, specifically women who are bigger, like nobody gets less justice than like a fat black woman, for lack of better words. You know what I'm saying? Like people always assume that she's going to be strong. People assume that she deserves the the strife that she's getting. People assume that because Megan has a strong personality that she should be able to deal with it. And that was a lot of the conversations that I was hearing from um, a lot of women as well. And so, I mean, what's crazy to me is like, Tori's project, I think it premiered at number 10 for the week. He has never, none of his projects ever hit like that. So the fact that he decided to like drop that album the day after the Breonna Taylor um, charges were announced and then you know then want to say like oh it's because of I always drop things on my mom's birthday like read the room read the room it's like regardless of what you always do today's not the day and then to I think it's like of course if they had a personal relationship apologize to her but because now this is a public situation and because we are riding so hard for Megan, it's like you, ha you have to make a public apology before you go dropping an album and denying and making all of these statements. And so for me, it was kind of just like, I think I'm obviously biased because I'm always going to believe a black woman over. Um, my loyalty is like black women, black men, and then everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, it was like, 
I'm, I'm going to believe Megan just because I know how dangerous it is for like society to not believe what a black woman has to say at all. Yeah, I feel like I, I wasn't really, I didn't really pay attention to a lot of it when it started from the inception. One, because I was just like, bro, like this is actually, she could have died. Like someone actually shot this babe as in like, why are people making jest of it? One, why are they not believing it? Or why is it so hazy? Why is it so gazy? And I didn't like it from the onset. And when I'm not really like into something, I don't really pay attention to it because I'm just like, you guys are just trying rubbish um and then to see that she, when i saw her live and she cried on her life and she was even saying that she was scared for her life in terms of the fact that when the police stopped the car and obviously they had a gun in the car and you know what's been happening in america if you're even if you're unarmed so even with that she was fearing for her own life even further after her feet's been shot and then she was fearing for the life of the person that shot her and i was like bro like again the black woman even in her suffering she's still trying to protect the black man even though he is the one that is harming her talk less of everybody else that's harming and questioning her. So I was like, bro, this woman, yes, she's a big woman. Yes, she's tall. Yes, she's a stallion. Which, to be honest, she may not even be that tall because I feel like a lot of people on WCMTV she's, like, she's, she's actually not. She's actually the same height as... Uh, who was, was she, she like 5'10"? Uh, Zendaya. Yeah. She's Zendaya and everybody, but she's not treated with the same level of uh, femininity as all yeah. these other women that are the same height as her. So it's, right, yeah. it's so, absolutely ridiculous. That whole thing, I think that's ridiculous. And then to see that he was denying it or that there wasn't any sort of clear dialogue with regards to what actually happened. Um, and it was just all speculations. And to see that he dropped a song, I'm like, bro, are you trying to do the same thing that... A song, an album. An album. Is he trying to do the same thing that Jada, his guy, was doing? Or what was it? Like, like are you trying to gain gain monetary value over a criminal act that you've committed like if you are really remorseful forget all the pain that you're expressing in the music you've shot someone that could have burst a valve that sh that could have um done something really bad that we could not have make the stallion because of whatever you can't say it's because you're drunk and i feel like people took it the the, the seriousness of the matter it was so light and i was like how can that exist after everything that we are going through as a people, as in this 2020, like, I just felt like it was really, like, all over the gap. So I didn't listen to the album. Him saying, they're say, saying that he's being charged. Yes, of course, it's not nice to see a brother go down. However, repercussions are required for actions, and there's always consequences for actions that you take. Regardless if you are drunk out of your head, you put someone's life in danger. And I was so annoyed also with the perspective of people saying, Anytime a black man's doing well, the system tries to take him down. Look at uh, R. Kelly. Look at Cosby. I'm like, all of these guilty niggas, that's your, that's, that's your uh, example. By his masters. I think, yes. I, I, think I think we just have to learn how to stop abusing power. As, yeah. And this also even ties into the issues that we have in Nigeria, right? Yeah. right because at the at the core of it it's literally all just black men abusing power which yeah. is kind of like you know i guess uh your colonial masters take away all this power from you then you get a piece of that crumb and you start to feel it and it's kind of like you overdose and yeah. um you start to basically treat people like less than subhuman you know 
people that don't know what SARS is, SARS stands for Special Anti-Robbery Squad and it's a part of the Nigerian Police Force. It was founded out of many special um, police forces just to combat the rise of um, violent crimes that were taking place in Nigeria in the 1990s. But across, or for many Nigerians, they feel like the SARS unit particularly have started to mirror basically the groups that they were set to stop and we've had this NSARS campaign which I feel like it's been trending for a while now and that kind of started when there was a viral video that went across with um, the SARS units taking two males from a Lagos hotel and shooting one of them in the streets and that sparked an outrage for a lot of Nigerians and young Nigerians to come forward and tell their stories about um, the encounters they had either personally or with like knowing someone that has either suffered at the hands of police brutality in Nigeria and when you do your research or when you see you basically see that the SARS people they tend to target Nigerian youth and Nigerian youth who either have smartphones, um, wear dreadlocks, piercings, drive nice cars, just look good or look modern. And they either exploit them, they kidnap them, they um, extort money from them and their families. And in some cases, they murder them. And this isn't something that's happened now. It's something that's been ingrained throughout. And they've tried, people have expressed their plight. They've expressed their need and their desire for reform. And the Nigerian government just don't seem to be doing anything about it so when that video went viral again people were just like enough is enough you guys aren't leading the country forward you're celebrating different things that don't make any sense we are six years old now yeah which is relatively young i get in the grand scheme of things however with everything that we do have we should have progressed a lot further and you're not even trying to protect and look after the youth like the youth is the future like we are the future of nigeria and yes you want to be in governance at your older age um but that's not forward thinking and people are just really 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 angry um protests have gone out celebrities public figures have joined um, a lot of people have been interested in it and it's just really sad to see that yes is an exploitation of power but not only is it an exploitation of power is in a lack of accountability to that exploitation of power i would hate to, to sound like a, a pessimist but i will <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i feel like the fact that in those black and white pictures, right, and the videos of Africa getting, African countries getting independence. Yeah. The fact that you can still see the people that are currently running mm -hmm. the government in those pictures, in those videos, in the back, is, that's the, that's the first part of our problem. That's like, mm -hmm. that's, at that point, it's just... Imagine, imagine George Washington years later after doing everything he did for America, popping up at debates or popping yeah. up trying to run the country again. It just, it's, it's, it's just, you said what? Yes, yeah, it's backwards. Yeah, it's, backwards. It's, it's complete madness. It's like you can't have all these people still being at the top and you're the one still running even when you can barely speak they struggle to pass the lantern on they struggle to get off that mantle and pass it on because 
is like maybe they're just used to the comfort of being in that safe space, but they don't understand that the inter to be in a position of leadership, there is a level of selflessness that's required for your country to move forward and for the legacy that you have within that time that you are reigning there to be something that should be spoken of in good light after you've gone. And they're really just holding on and holding on and holding on. And it's like the world is moving forward without us. And they ain't trying to see that because they're so used to that comfort. I really wish I could go in and be like, oh God, Buhari, oh God, minister, oh God, you know, dear, what's oh, going no, on? No, but, no, but, you know, but you know, there's been people that have done that. There's, there's, been, there's been a ton of like, uh, uh, young people like ourselves who like use social media and they, they try, they go to this, go to these meetings and these debates and they talk. I remember there was this one lady who was, it was like a little viral clip that went viral in Nigeria and she, she, she took off, I don't think she took off, she took off her hat and she was just so pissed and she had like mm -hmm. a bald cut and they turned off her mic and said, who is, who is this bald? Get your, take your head out of here. And then she lost it. She completely lost it. At this point, she's like done and she's, I think she was British too. She just, she goes off and says, this is just insulting. The fact that mm -hmm. someone is asking people questions and when you have no answers to the question, you turn off the mic. This is embarrassing. Mm -hmm. She calls them out. She's screaming. She's going crazy. Of course, they flip it and say, this is a disrespectful wild woman from the West. That was the narrative they, they hit her with. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sucks to say it, but I think it's hard because like, I mean, I, I said it on Instagram. I feel like police and law enforcement is like the biggest gang in the world. Because they're just allowed to act how they want to act. And like you said, there's nobody holding them accountable. And I, I feel like, and I'm obviously very on the radical, and I feel like nothing will change, especially in Africa, until people, and it sucks to say it, until more lives are lost and until we're th overthrowing these, you know. You're, these you're in a safe place, Claire. Until people are, like, ready to overthrow the government, people, people are going to have to die. People are going to have to be uncomfortable. But no, I mean, it's just like these old men are not willing to like let go and then i was just reading an article about like, the nepotism of africa and how that'll also be the downfall because you know then they finally die and they hand the power down to their their sons who have now been primed on the same you know principles and the same leadership styles and it just becomes like a tumultuous kind of like yeah and unfortunately a lot, of, a lot of their sons are rappers and singers now so no no personal shots <laughs> um, uh, um, a lot of their sons are creatives and, you know, and the thing is eventually it's going to show, right? Because either you turn those creatives, creatives, I put it loosely, um, into those government officials or the positions are left empty. And then we all have to answer to what was happening to the funds and what was happening to that position. Because at the end of the day, it's like, the schools, the private schools here are packed with their kids. Yeah. Every time, if you look up, if you do a check, it was for everybody's kids. Go to Google. From here all the way down to Kenya. If you do the check up for all their kids, it's here. It's between here and London. So if all of your kids are being educated on this side of the planet, right? Flipping their identity and coming back as something else. Many of them run charities. Many of them are creators. Quote unquote, many of them, uh, many of them yeah, are. The great and shade is too much. The shade. I'm, I'm just saying, many of them are sponsoring projects, and but this is where now it now starts to turn evil into like the gray area, right? Because what one would say is, but this person has a charity, right? 
Everybody literally wants to, Africa beautiful, Africa great. But you're part of the people, your friends, your buddy-buddy with the people that are robbing it. And then, you know, you want to flip that, like, I, ah, man, we could. It goes deep. <laughs> it goes, it goes it goes, there's so many layers to it. Yeah. And sometimes there is this, um, this complex that I feel personally, maybe you guys can identify with, but the fact that I'm in the diaspora, the fact that I do not live in Nigeria, I've never mm -hmm. lived in Nigeria, so I'm not there to feel it. And from, I feel like from their perspective, they'll be like, "You're privileged anyway. Like you have access to all of these things." Oh, you so made it like, out. You made it out. <laughs> made it out, and it's like, can we really speak on it? And even if we speak on it, we don't really get it because we're not, we haven't experienced it. So I always have this complex, like I can be like, "No, this is not right. This is not right." But then they'll be like, "It's just the way." It's just the way. You just have to be sharp. You just have to be. It's just the way it is. And I'm like, this is not the way. It's like, oh, well, take that Western thing elsewhere. And it's a shame that they don't. It's like it's like it's become such a thing where it's just like it is what it is. Like things really won't change, and that we they even lose all hope. And we're like, we're trying to say, it, but we can't really say anything because we're not there. We don't live. So it's like. How, how do we break that barrier? How do we actually affect the change that we want to see? How do we actually do things? I'm like, oh, do we go back? If we go back, the people that are leading, the people that have the corruption mind set up, we still won't be like, you're speaking too much English. I don't understand your accent. Maybe you're... That's you're, you're saying. They told the woman, take your bald gurima back. Take your English, take your, get off the stage. They turn off her mic. <laughs> It's not, there's no, there's no point. It's, I feel like literally it has to be by force. The same way they came in, the same, that's the same way they have to be taken out. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm happy you said that because that's the same way I feel about, you know, when I speak on like Kenyan matters, because my Swahili is very, very beginner. I don't really, like I can understand, but I can't really speak it so well. So when I'm thinking, you know, like when my cousins are telling me something's going on, I'm like, okay, well just go and, you know, go to the member of parliament, speak there. They're like, oh no, that's not how it is here, you know what I'm saying? And so for us, it's like, we're very privileged, but then I don't want to like overstep, but then I still like, I know when something is not right. And that's kind of um, when I realized like people at home, like I thought, I think the verbiage of depression, I had never really came to, came, had, had really like experienced since I went to college. And that's when I was surrounded by black Americans. My friends were like, oh, I've been dealing with depression. And after, you know, discussing with them and kind of talking about their symptoms and how it's kind of been something that their family has suffered from for like, you know, generationally, I was like, oh, wow, people in Africa definitely sometimes live in like a state of depression and a state of defeat. And it's a privilege to like, even be conscious to that to be like, you know, to, to know to have, yeah. to have the language and then to be able to like, break out of that. And so I think, you know, you touched on it in the interview, like, for us, I think our role is just to continue educating ourselves and to continue spreading knowledge. And, you know, hopefully with knowledge comes change from here which can obviously like you know transform how things happen on the continent yeah, yeah. no it's a shame. we support we support everybody if anybody's watching this from back home like we are with you we are educating ourselves we are supporting the NSARS and the police brutality and for you guys to have a voice and be able to be modern like having a having a laptop is really not a crime having an iphone is not a crime like it's really not and you should continue to fight this fight because it is necessary for change to happen so we are with you here at culture that part right there 
Why, why did I smile like that? That's just not revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> not <the best laughs> okay, okay. Let's move on to a lighter subject. Let's move on to a lighter subject. That that was heavy. It was, it was heavy. Right. You know, it got really intense in here. I could I could hear uh I could hear Mandela's voice. Um, <laughs> um the, the the past week, I'm sure you guys have seen the how it started and how it ended or how it's yeah. going trend. Yes. Basically, yeah. uh, how it ended, I think that was me. Uh, but <laughs> I, 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 I heard you was an icy, what is it? I heard you was a, a glacier boy. You looking for your icy girl or what? Uh, 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 the icy girl? Yeah. Oh, oh, that, 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 that was the Quavo pickup line, right? That was, a, that was exactly, yeah, exactly. that was the Quavo pickup line with Sweetie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, I feel like there's a certain type of lifestyle that you have to be living, eh? <laughs> that mm. you want to be my icy girl is a pickup line. There's certain place like. I play you, don't kind of woman. You, you don't think I you can sign in a DM and say that and get like a, a no, no, no respectability politics. But I feel like the kind of woman that I attract. If I said that, they would just be like, "Wow, you're really one of those, huh?" Like you just. That's a mark. You know. I read it. I was just like, "Why is everyone raving on about this? This is like super cringy." Well, maybe that's no, a stupid to me. I'm just like, "What the hell is that like?" But the just internet reads about the internet reads about very stupid romance. There's a very <laughs> little stupid romantic ideas out there but you know it's like it, it's in it's in but but that brings us to the questions that we got today which is uh uh how many um is dms basically a new form of dating and how many people have missed out on their uh true love or soulmates by not responding to dms right and you know your husband and or wife might be you know in these dms what do you guys what do you guys think I feel like social media is a form where you can date, um, you can date freely, and the way in which you do c communicate with people is either by a DM or via comments or what you follow. So, um, dating can happen in that capacity. It doesn't even need to be on social media. It can even be on freaking LinkedIn. It can be on anything where you are connected. <laughs> the internet is there for you to be connected. And um, if someone slides into your DM, as long as the approach is sensible and is not Amadecia looking for an ice pop or ice lolly or whatever it was. Because, um, like I said, maybe it's the Scorpio me. I'm just like, what the hell is that? But um, if if the approach is good, then of course speak to the person. You never know what happens. And when you see all of the stories um, that has been going on on Twitter, it's, it's really nice. Some of them, like, oh, like these people just was like, oh, you're beautiful. Yeah, like yeah, spelling errors and all, spelling errors and all. Yeah, and they end up married, happy ever after with like kids and a, a family and all of those things. I think it's 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 really. It's cool that we can can connect in this form, and I feel like obviously if the approach is wrong, um, yeah, you may not get a response, but I don't feel like you can miss out on what is yours because you didn't respond to a DM. Because if it's not yours, it won't happen, and if it's yours, they'll find a way. That part. I mean, I I'm all for being social on social networking. Like, I think that. I, I, it, it's, it's beyond me how our parents even met in a world where you weren't able to Google somebody, where you weren't able to like check the whole facts, see what Google. the network is looking like. Google. You know, I'm, I'm just spoiled. I don't think it's even true love, you know. Sorry to cut you. I think it was a lot of just, That's that true. was what I saw. And let me settle down. 
Listen, you think everybody that said how it started and how it's going, you think it was all because they saw some people were just 39. What has it is it hey, hey, hey? <laughs> You Mike, I want to throw something at your head. <laughs> ah. Hey, you, you're beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. What's a senator? <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, I don't know. I think it's like, I just, I love like even the beauty of just like how even we connected. Like, if it wasn't for social media, culture unfiltered might not have been a thing. And so I think whether yeah. it's, you know, for dating, whether it's for creating friendships, like, I think. I think a lot could come out of your DMs. Like I could say I've dated people that started in the DM. It wasn't it wasn't a longevity there, but we it made it to where you know, we we made it to where down in the DM. They go down, they go down, they go down. It 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 definitely works. Like I think that it but also it depends on the approach. Like it's just like how if I'm out and about and a lame nigga tries to holler at me, I'm going to be like, oh, I have a boyfriend, sorry, no. But if he is six one and above and he got swag and he says the same thing, I'm going to be like, my name's Claire. You know what I'm saying? A little yes, song. So it's about the swag. But what was that, Missy? Why is your finger up? My finger is up because I just wanted you to define what a lame nigga is. That's part A of the question. And two, because the person is six foot one with swag, does that mean he can't be lame as well? No, he can't. He can't. Okay. He can't so yeah, you, know, you know, you know how tall men be. Tall men head in the clouds. We just it don't be nothing mm. up there. I mean, right? Yeah. So I, it's like how are you for the ladies? Six three or something. It's gone. Six <laughs> with, with a full beard and he doesn't have a receiving hairline and he can you paint. know he does music he's funny he, he paints too I'm a, he I'm dresses a well leader. you know he's, but you know ladies but there, no there might be i feel like that deal just sounds too nice there might be some clause in the contract but well, i can see y'all it's everywhere Ladies know what you are getting into. This guy does not know time. This is, this is the real for the love of Ike Slimster. We hosting <laughs> it. Just just tell ladies the applications. Culture unfiltered show at gmail.com. Okay? Uh-huh. You're um, playing now until that email is sparked with, with messages. <laughs> oh geez. I mean I'm I think, yeah, I think, I think there's a lot of love that could be in the DMs. Like, I, are you, are you in the DMs? Like, have you shot shots? What, what so, interestingly enough, I've never actually shot my shot in the DMs. I've, I've been shot at, but I've never actually shot. I don't know. Like, and that's why whenever I get shot at, I tell, I tell, I always say to any woman who does it, I'm always like, first of all, I commend you for being here. This is a huge. <laughs> that's what you tell somebody? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I can imagine what the mental exercise was before you even hit enter. <laughs> but like, you being here today says a lot about your character, and I admire that shit. Okay, you you keep going. <laughs> can I ask a question for both of y'all? Yeah. Are heart, are are heart emojis and fire emojis shooting your shot? I don't think so, but I feel like that's like what a lot of people do. Heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji. Fire. No, no, heart emoji. No, it's the, it's the, that face, this one. The, 
What does that even mean? The emoji, you, know, you know the emoji with the side smile? Like I get you, but that's like, like I consider right? I consider that other means, things with you. <laughs> what is no, that's someone that is asking someone to be a mind reader. That's yes. no way. Until you go into the DM and you intentionally write a, a message saying, Hey, um, I think you're very beautiful or I like your vibe, we can like hang out. That's when you shoot your shot. But if you comment or if you follow, that is nothing. You're just helping my engagement. Continue to do that. That's I don't fine. mind. But don't no, think because you've done yeah, a you're no, men, we are very clear. This is a woman problem. Women, you're, women are the ones who do this. Yeah. Blankets. Can you yeah. just say that's a blanket? I've been liking your pictures for two years. Your yeah, so has about a thousand other people. What's wrong with you? I, mean, so you know, I feel like a lot of guys uh, have been like, I mean, I sent you my heart emojis. You couldn't tell. Like, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, so, 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 so that that person that person is refusing to acknowledge your likes, and you need to let go of that person because that, that's just nonsense. You see how I'm shining. You see how I'm shining. Eh? You see me shining on social media, and you not think it's only your heart. <laughs> oh God! Thank you. You think it's only your heart? Oh. oh. No, no. But um, I, I, I would say DMs should be. Or could be, or it is very nice that DMs are now an avenue where you can connect and find love. Um, so all of those people that are how it started and where it is, well done to you guys. I hope there's longevity in it. I hope that it's not just for the retweets. I hope that there is real love, light, and blessings in your union. Um, and for people because, that are praying, because, Lord God, I feel like there's a part. I think. I think. I'm sorry to interject. I feel like there's a part that's missing in the how it started. And how it's going? I need to say what is happening. Just, I just want to <laughs> just because they, you know there, you know there's two just two pictures cannot be fine. It's true. It's true. It's true. Well, it's just. Also, people should start screenshotting like from now. If anybody's coming the day and you see some sort of prosperity or like prospects, just be prepared and be forward thinking that when it becomes a trend again next year, because it just becomes trends anyhow. You can now get to how it's going and uh, what's happening. Literally, that in between matters because you'd be like relationship goals whole time, folks. You know. The person so who knocked out began my tooth knocked out. What, you know what, what are you mean? talking about? Uh, it'd be too much. Yeah. It'd be too, too much. Yeah. We are going to dive into listener DMs. You guys, this is the segment where we give you guys advice, where you ask questions, where we try to give you the wisdom that we have um, gained in our lives to help you guys live better okay. lives. So, yeah, very well lives. Send your questions or anything that you want advice to cultureunfilteredshow at gmail.com and we will be sure to address it in one of our future episodes. So we're going to start out with number one. Okay, so this is scenario numero uno. I attended an event to celebrate the launch of my friend's company and ran into an ex who is also his friend. Towards the end of the event, I saw her smiling with another friend of his who I happened to have met a couple of times. Two months later, I ran into both of them at a picnic and they definitely looked like they were dating. Should I be mad that he didn't respect the bro code or better yet, does the bro code extend to him since we weren't <laughs> as close? This guy coughing, he's got something to say. <laughs> um, you see your face? I, I, yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like it, it's, 
you keep you kept seeing them. This has nothing to do with your life anymore. I don't think you're seeing them from afar. He's not involved in their story anymore. I don't see why that's an issue. I don't. Yeah, I, I think I think that whole should you be annoyed thing. Like if you are annoyed, it comes from a place of entitlement, and because that is a part of your life that has now passed, then yeah I, even the way that you explain friend of a friend like all of that stuff there there is degrees of separation and with those degrees of separation it means the entitlement that you feel to that person or to that individual to that situation decreases with those degrees of separation and after a while you should really be in your own lane and forward looking at your own things that you're doing and let them be just because you had a relation with that person doesn't mean they cannot no longer have relations with people that you know we are all connected we just spoke about social media and how we are connected in some way or some form so because you said ah or shoulder bumped with someone does that mean i can now not do ah and shoulder bump no so it comes from a place of entitlement and that position or that place i feel like can only cause you more harm than good because you really shouldn't have that level of entitlement and you should just allow people to be unless it's like your brother or your sister or your cousin or something where it's really close and the degrees of separation are not that not are much closer um then yeah but with this one i think babe focus on your own books i don't know okay so i'm just you you know i i feel like and this is my this is the liberated system this is it not not even i feel like me i feel like this time y'all are the liberated ones because there's a part of me that believes in a statute of limitations when i mess with someone like if I date you, my expectation is that you cannot date nobody that I know for at least like two years. At least like two years. Because like, I don't know, it's just, it, I just feel like this, it's messy, it's kind of weird. Like, and two years is me being very, very generous. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I, I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you. And, and I don't really have like, I don't, I, none of my relationships have ended poorly. And so we're all cool. But like, it's 7.9 billion people in this world and you couldn't find somebody that I don't know. And I, I know, like, I know I can speak for LA. LA is a small ass city, but it's hella beautiful ass women. Why you have well, to actually, well, actually, that it's very, But it's very likely though, if you think about it, if this person was your friend or lover or whatever, of course, your friend, right? Someone that you were friends with would yes. have find things about this person because think about it your your friends based on mutuality right there's things that you share interests on mm. think about it the only other person the only other person who would actually view this person as that attractive would be the person that you know directly it's not gonna be it's the person that you guys you're on instagram like yo isn't he cute yeah he's cute yeah yeah he's cute, he cute right <laughs> so you think you and your girl saying this guy's cute and you really think that both of y'all are not likely to be attracted to the same person. I mean, I mean it, it makes sense. Of course not. Yeah, I feel like I feel like when it, when is that close, right? Then mm -hmm. of course that, that can't run. If I'm now coming to you to talk to you about a guy that I'm into, and yeah, you're saying that he's cute. To no, 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 no. Okay, okay. So no, I'm saying like if you find the same kind of aesthetics. Cute. Oh, okay, okay, he, he okay. Like okay. the same kind of guy. It's 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 it's, it's a certain position, okay. a certain like you know chisel. So like if mm -hmm. you like all these things, there's no way, right? 
She could have mm-hmm. messed with that. Like, she'll look at you like, clear, clear, girl, you know we like abs. Like, that's the nigga with abs. There's no other nigga with abs in the, in the radius. <laughs> Who else am I going to talk to, Claire? I, I, see, but see, my thing is, like, I think, and I say bro code slash co code, and when I say ho, I don't mean hoes. I just mean, like, the girls. I know they see your face. I, when I say bro code slash code, I think that for me, that stops after third party. So, like, if it's, like, my friend's friend, maybe there's not that entitlement. But maybe we can talk about this. Okay, let's, let's, let's elaborate or let's, like, kind of elaborate to the situation. Say these two are dating and, and your other friend knows. And this is an ex of yours. Are your friends responsible for telling you? Or are they, should they kind of just like step back and mind their business? Uh, I'm going to step back and let you go crazy. I think that's... <laughs> You're not going to tell your homeboy like, oh, by the way, yo, girl. Like, and, uh, I- no, usually because, you know, relationships and like oxytocin, these attachment issues, they, they rear their heads. Regardless, you don't have to do anything. It's going to pop out. Like, y- y- I'm sure we've all here had that friend that went like, yo, can you believe? <laughs> can we who the fuck? Look Look who he's with now. Bitch, look, look at this. Girl, look what I just saw. Look, look who he's with. And it's kind of like, girl, yeah, he's, she's beautiful. I don't <laughs> I don't see the problem. But of course, this is your friend. You're like, wow. Wow. How could he? <laughs> um, I, I think, I think um, the, the friend doesn't need to tell the the friend what's going on yeah. I mean the 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 third party doesn't need to tell what's going on is the people that are in the situation that have need to express to I think you understand what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. the people that are actually concerned with the matter directly should be the ones who are breaking the news or the most they can do is edge the person who may be in the wrong to be like hey, yo you really need to let her know so she's informed it would be wrong for her to find out or for him to find out through a, a alternate party I'm the middleman I'm not trying to mess up anybody's thing here but do what's right and that's the most they can do okay that's very mature. You guys are so wise. Well, wow. all right, let's get into listener letter number two. Okay. So I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for two and a half years, and he treats me like an absolute queen. This past year, we moved in together, and my name is solely on the lease because I happen to have better credit, period. Since we've been together, <laughs> I've been the breadwinner of the relationship. Being the breadwinner was okay at first because I support him through its process. And he has also stated that he is going to step up his finances. We are going into year three and I'm still paying majority, AKA 70% of the bills. At what point should I say enough is enough? I come from a family who values a man as the head of the house and provider. And right now he is just not. How long should I wait for him to get it together? And is it okay for women to be the breadwinners? She sounds she sound like a Virgo. You think so? Actually, is, she did. Her, is that is that Virgo? What does a Virgo sound like? Very Virgo, headstrong woman. The, the headstrong and the need to help. Like so, their 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 love language is is always coded inside help. It's always inside help essentially. But it's like it's like I really care about him. It's mostly like there's something about him that's off, and she's trying to like nurture it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to I like, feel like Virgos love to fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So they're always with like very damaged or either not even physically or or attitude wise, but just sometimes just 
financially inequipped men and then you know okay thank god jada jada, jada august <laughs> Yeah. Okay. In, this, in this situation, I think um, it's about the initial conversation that was had. Like, I feel like it's about the initial premise as well, in terms of what did you establish that you could take? Um, when I say what you established that you could take, like, I mean, like, how long, not how long, but what was the agreement or the conversation pertaining to you being more financially stable and him still kind of finding his feet? Was there a conversation where he was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm really going to try and I'm going to make it. Um, and you were like, good with that. So you went forward and you put your name on the lease. You had the better credit. You were paying for all of these things or did you put like a time period to it and if you had like things in place and he's still not coming forth then you you can be like bro like what the hell is going on like it's cool that I have more money but are you even trying like what position do you want to play and if it's going to be like an equal thing where you both share it half half that's cool too but I feel like there's a lot of stress that comes with um positions being played one guy is the breadwinner or the head even if he's not the breadwinner but being the head of the family um the woman being the the neck of the family that holds the head up um and when the positions are being played but this position is doing more than this position there's going to be a complex that is faced and that's going to be really strenuous to the relationship dynamic so it's just really important to know what the conversation the initial conversation was when she entered into this agreement if the initial conversation had certain premises that have not been met then of course be like listen Oga let me know what's going on. Like, I need to know what's going on so we know how to progress, how to move forward, if this is something I can continue to deal with and something that I can continue to engage with. Because love is great, love is great, but love really doesn't pay the bills. So it's really important to have that conversation in terms of money. And it's important to have that financial understanding for the longevity of the relationship. And moving on to the second question, is it okay for the woman to be breadwinners? Of course it's okay for women to be breadwinners because now we fought for an equality in terms of, we fought for equality in terms of being having access to particular roles having access to particular salaries and being able to work the same hours the same jobs as our male counterparts so of course we should be it should be allowed for us to be the breadwinner however the type of man um, or the type of individual that can deal with a woman being the breadwinner, that is the question, that's the questionable as aspect. Because, like I said, positions are have been set by society, by so many things of who plays what role in a relationship. And although the the although the like the pay gap has been shifted and the access to roles and access to jobs have been shifted that narrative within the household has hasn't yet shifted completely so if the woman is playing the head the man now has to be able to understand that he is still the head but he also needs to act as the neck at particular times because it could be the woman that's going out and doing all of the all of the work and stuff like that so his ego shouldn't be bruised by that and she, he should be really selfish that he is still the man regardless of the fact that he may not financially be able to meet up to his woman counterpart so the issue isn't if the woman could be the breadwinner the issue is if the man can deal with the woman being the breadwinner and educating our men to understand that 
finance isn't the only thing that makes you a man. And even if you can't meet up with the woman in that sense, there are so many more reasons why you are the head, why you are the man and the role that you play in our relationship dynamic. Come on, girl. Like, I mean, she's never Someone should have been, what? That, you just wrote your book. That, That's your what first book. You just TED Talk what? right there. I mean, and I think, do, you, do, do y'all watch Insecure? Because this sounds exactly, okay. wow. That's a shame. But this sounds exactly like he should be. <laughs> you know, it's going to be like, they're going to be like, this girl doesn't watch Insecure. The I listen to Jasmine Sullivan's song. <laughs> this guy this girl i mean it's just like Issa d and lawrence on the show like they were together for five years lawrence lost his job Issa was paying all of the bills she you know for real right now he's trying to call you girl i know right now oh, sorry my cousin um <laughs> uh no but like in the show uh they were dating for five years lawrence lost his job Issa's now paying you know majority of the bills he keeps saying, he keeps giving these like empty goals without meeting them. She ends up cheating and, you know, fucking her ex. And then it kind of becomes like a tumultuous relationship. And I think, like you're saying, w- the communication has to be set. The communication has to be set. The goals have to be set. And then they have to be met. Or it sounds like her basis of how she was raised is like the man is is the the, the provider of the household. So knowing that that's what you want, sis, like, Give this man time, establish clear goals, and then if he's not doing it, then like your name's on the lease, girl. His is not. Have him move out. But that's just me. I, 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 you know, it is what it is. I mean, as someone who has been, I feel like I've been offered this proposition before. Um, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in the whole the struggle of concept. And one could say it's my pride and the African man thing, but I don't believe in the whole. I'm trying to figure my life out and while you make all the money and then, you know, I'll compensate by giving you a title. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I feel like if you told our grandparents that, or if you told our parents that, they would they even look at you like, what was what, what, going on in your generation? What kind of nonsense concept? And I think that's where we tend to, it, it, it may sound strict or militant, I feel like we tend to be so very imaginative and explorative like mentally here in our current generation because it's like we think romance before anything else and it just mm-hmm. it can be kind of like if she was thinking levels and strategy and logic before any of this got started they wouldn't be here mm-hmm. you moved the whole man in you didn't have to move him in you could just live in your house yeah. And yeah. you could have lived in your house and dated but no you look, I don't know his name, but, you know, you said, Jamal, hey, I think that we're going really steady, and I feel like I want you to come stay here. So what, you can see my poverty up close? No, this is stupid. This, is, this doesn't make any sense. It's kind of like, so I don't, I, if anyone watching this is thinking about this, do not, it is not smart. Don't lose your soulmate over your current man. Mm, that's Gosh, man. That's a okay. sound right there. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my two things. Yeah, girl, just talk to him and 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 have that man get it together because right because you're gonna be out here you are gonna miss your blessings dealing with this. and then your homegirls <laughs> gonna be tired of you complaining and then you know you said, you said just, what like just imagine just imagine she got like a whole like 
let me think of what's a perfect uh, black man benchmark. She got a whole Obama dealing with her right now, right? He like, so uh, you see anybody? <laughs> and she like, I got someone in my house. <laughs> literally, I got somebody in my house. You will send that quality top tanning off for the homosexual? Uh, just. <laughs> I feel like stressed. Okay. Well, lucky number three. All right. This is from a beautiful young lady. I don't know what she looks like, but I just I just know she's a queen. She said, I've always toyed with the idea of cutting my hair, but I've always been scared when it came time to actually doing it. During during quarantine, I've decided that I've had enough and plan to big chop in the next few weeks. My question is if I should slash need to tell my mom, my dad, my fiance, and other loved ones before I do it, or if I should just say fuck it and surprise them. I've seen other people talk about how they tell their significant others and other people. What do you guys think? I can go first. What? I said I'll go first. Go first. Um. Uh, it's your hair. It's your prerogative. I, I feel like um, we did not, as as Bissy said, we did not fight feminism fight all these years for you to now come and be asking for permission to cut your hair. If you want to ask, just then just say you want to ask permission to buy pants. If you're going to go that far, just go ahead. Just mm -hmm. go all the way. If you really want to relinquish all your autonomy and your own free will that God has given you to everybody else, then just go all the way. At this point, I don't know what to tell you. It's your hair. <laughs> if that's what makes you happy, like, at the end of the day, it's like, these people are going to say, don't cut your hair, and you're going to walk around looking at there like, could it be? I mean, cut my hair. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, it's miserable. I don't think, no, no. Um, I think is position, um, permission isn't the thing that you should, like you're ought to seek. You don't need to seek permission. However, um, when it comes to your partner or your significant other, especially in the talking stages, let's take a look at it from a different perspective. There are times where you go out all glammed up for like the first few dates or whatever, but like the guy really wants to see you without anything on. Like he really, not without anything on, obviously he wants to see you. But I mean, I mean, in terms of uh, bare face, like to see where you are without all of the additions. And if, for example, the person has been really accustomed to you having either braids or locks or weaves and stuff, and all of a sudden you just go cut your hair, not without like like hinting, oh, I would really like this style, or do you like this style, or is this something that you like because this is your partner? Um, not to do things to appease the significant other, but it's just nice to consider them in that thought process because when I've heard stories, like people have filed for divorce after getting married the first time they see someone without makeup. Like those things are can be so um, yeah, for some people it could be like shallow, but that they could be so crucial to someone in terms of this is why this is why I love this is why I fell in love with because I thought this was what it was. So when you are making decisions like that, you don't need to seek permission. Your body is your, is your own body and anatomy. You've got your own autonomy. Do what you want, right? However, it is considerate to um, maybe inform or just be like. I'm feeling to cut my hair. Do you like girls with short hair? I'm still going to do it, but I just want to know where your head is at with it, you know? Um, just to be considerate in that sense, because that is your partner, and that's who is going to be rubbing your bald head or 
going through your locks or playing with your braids. So if it's something that they are like, ah, you should be, you should have that awareness to know that this could potentially be like proper. If a woman cuts her hair, she's going through something. And whatever that haircut was supposed to help with, just leave it alone. Because yeah. you take the haircut out of the equation and she has to find another form of therapy. That's that's not good for anyone. It's not, you know, so. Yeah. When a woman when a woman changes her hair, she's getting over a toxic nigga. Or, you know, sometimes. Especially Gemini. Don't do this like that. Yeah, it could be like, don't just to get rid of some split ends. It could be just to get rid of some split ends as well. I feel like it's also important just to, to know that people do cut their hair to change situations however they could really just be doing it for self or just the betterment of their hair for example i chopped off off, off my permed ends and i started my natural hair journey not because i was getting over anybody toxic is it you or maybe my perm was toxic it was a toxic relationship with, with yeah um, but it was for self so it's important to know that people do women do do things to heal certain situations but it's not always from that men's, men's gaze it could be literally just for self so i want really to know that too and I, I think i think it's like it's not about permission sis it's about and she's probably asking from like the sake of like you know like when you do something dramatic and then you see your friends and they're like oh okay like you know yeah. i think if you don't want be, yeah, that, for security yeah as well yeah like if you don't want like any like that reaction just tell people so that they know to expect it. I know sometimes like men like to play in a woman's hair and like that could also be emotional, not that it's up to him, but like that could also be an emotional loss for him. And, or, you know, even I know a lot of black mothers and black women feel very attached to their daughter's mm -hmm. hair. And so I know like, for example, my mom loves my Afro sometimes more than I do. And I know if I cut my hair, she's going to freak out. And so I would probably just like warn her or tell her so that she can, you know, so you didn't use the bald app on your mom. Yeah, I I wanted to, but but then she's on Facebook and somebody sent it. And I was like, the element of surprise is gone. The element oh, of surprise yeah. is gone. That would have okay. been, ugh, that would have been epic. She she would have freaked out. Did she love hair that much? That she loved my hair. My she is hair is very beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, girl. When I'm done, when I'm over my hair, she's on the Wait, this is, this is your natural. This is. If you go ask, yeah, sure. I, it is, y'all. 12 years of locks. So that's, uh, sip, we're going to sip our tea on that one. And on that note, uh, that is a wrap from Listener Letters, you guys. Um, again, if you guys want advice, you guys want to chat about life, um, hit us up, send us an email to Culture Unfiltered Show at gmail.com yes make sure you send it because as you can tell there is different levels of wisdom and it will just be a robust answer that will give you clear view vision so you can see what you need to take if it's left or if it's right if it's up or if it's down maybe not down because always up in the name of the lord God. amen amen um, but yeah no thank you guys so much for joining in with us for this episode we hope you loved it and you enjoyed our conversation the topics it was i feel like it wasn't very heavy
that you went today in terms of we are speaking about serious, serious, serious matters. And even if we make jest or light of certain situations, they are very important and people are suffering across the globe, especially pertaining to the continent of Africa and in the country of Nigeria, as well as in America, across the globe. Black people are really just going through it right now so um please do look after your mental be considerate to others be more selfless think about other things and be also one thing i've learned just to share this that when you fill yourself with gratitude it alleviates so much pressure over the little stresses that you may feel due to the unforeseen circumstances that we're in right now like if you if you don't have a job if you've been looking for a job if you've been doing so much and and things don't seem to be working think about like count your daily blessings the fact that you have a home or the fact that you can breathe even forget anything external the fact that you even have the gift of life to listen to what we are saying and you have the senses to be able to articulate you have thought you can blink you can do all of these things when you fill yourself with gratitude then you alleviate yourself from the stresses of the minuscule things and understand that is important for us to trust the process and just uh, let go and let god like that has been my motto I feel like I've been going through like some hard times. I'm just like, oh, what's going on? Corona, leave me alone. Let me go out of the house. I want to travel. I don't want to take the test. Like just little things. But when yeah. you let go and let God, you feel a lot light and you're able to shine and glow the way that you need to. Um, so that was just a side note preaching thing. But we love you guys for being here and you guys are dope in it. Hope you enjoy it. You know, you know, I like it. Youth church things, innit? Exactly. We love it. We need it. Honestly, we can put that on a loop and I can play that every morning. I'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> to the people <laughs> um, but yeah that's going to bring us to a wrap once again my name is Bissy Atkins my name is Clara Teku and my name is Ike Slimster okay. <laughs> and you we have been watching Culture, Culture Unfiltered peace out guys and see you Bye. in the next episode until next time guys <laughs>